Welcome to the Fireside Giants podcast by Empire Sports Media. What's up, everybody, and welcome back to Fireside Giants. I'm your host, Anthony Rivardo, joined by my co-host, Alex Wilson, and the New York Giants are in desperate need of a rebuild of their wide receiver position. There is just a huge lack of talent. They went out today. They're scouting Odell Beckham Jr. as he hosts a little workout, a tryout for all the teams in the league. The Giants are interested, and they've been interested for a while, and Joe Shane has been pretty open about the fact that they do need to find more talent in their receiving core, and that's going to be a main mission for them this offseason. And that's what we're going to talk about today, how the Giants should go about rebuilding that unit in this offseason, whether it be through the draft, via trade maybe. We're going to go over our ideal plans to rebuild the wide receiver core. I have a plan. Alex has a plan. So we're going to go ahead, compare, contrast, and talk about it. But before we dive into that, make sure to leave a like if you do enjoy this episode and subscribe to the channel if you're new and ring the bell so you don't miss an episode. But without further ado, Alex, how are you doing today? And what's your plan to rebuild the Giants receiving core this offseason? How's it going, my friends? Well, today, I definitely want to talk about the wide receivers and kind of give you guys, as Anthony mentioned, to compare and contrast. And I want to get your opinions, too. You know, let us know what you think about each individual plan, which one you'd prefer if you change anything. I'm sure you guys have a lot of thoughts. And there's really no right or wrong answer right now, because ultimately, anyone the Giants get is going to be an upgrade of what we had last year. Now, the holdovers include Isaiah Hodgins. That's pretty much it. Darius Slayton's probably gone. They're saying his price tag is going to be quite lofty. And I think the Giants ultimately move on from him. Sterling Shepard's also a free agent, maybe an option to return on a minimum contract. But the Giants could use some big upgrades. As we know, we have the 25th overall pick. We have a lot of draft picks, 11 in fact, um, you know, this is a lot of draft capital to spend. It depends on where they want to actually acquire a receiver. Of course, you have Wandell Robbins coming back from the ACL tear as well. Don't want to forget about him. But I'll tell you what, right now, if I'm the Giants, I'm looking for a player that has separation capabilities. I'm looking for a player who can be explosive and really offer Daniel Jones a consistent threat. Um, so with that being said, the free agency class is quite thin. I know Adam Thielen is going to be hitting the free agency class. Please stay the hell away from him. We're hearing trade rumors about Gabe Davis from the Bills. Don't want to go in that direction either. But there is a couple guys I'd be interested in, notably DeAndre Hopkins. We talked about Paris Campbell yesterday. It's another guy I'm kind of interested in and drafting a guy at uh, 25. But to start off my list, we'll go kind of back and forth. We'll, we'll, we're just going to have three guys, I think, uh, for the most part that we're interested in. Um, Right off the bat, I'm going to go with Paris Campbell. And the reason I like Paris Campbell is because he's a separator. He's fast. He can be a kick returner, a punt returner. He offers a lot of value in that ass, in that, in that facet of the game. But he's also very, um, you know, a kind of injury prone in a way. This is his full, this first full season, 17 games playing. Um, he's always missed time throughout his career. So he's not going to be expensive. And that's kind of what I'm going here for free agents. I want to go for players that aren't going to be excessively expensive. Paris Campbell can do a lot of things for you as a punt returner, kick returner, but he's not going to be your wide receiver one. He's not going to be your wide receiver two. He's going to be a guy you can move around the formation a little bit. He's six foot, 208 pounds, got some good size to him. He's a speedster. Um, I do like players like that. And I think he could be a very useful guy on this Giants team had about a 70% catch rate, which is uh, the second highest in his career after his rookie season. Um, so a solid player in that regard, 623 yards and three scores. So got in the end zone a couple times and, you know, the Indianapolis wide receiver, or rather the Indianapolis quarterback situation, um, definitely a little bit of a concern last year with Matt Ryan. Then they go to like Sam Ellinger and it's kind of a, a mishmash of just ass, to be quite frank. So looking at what the Giants have comparably, um, this should be a better scenario for a guy like Paris Campbell. If he can stay healthy, I think he could be a very 
very nice contributor. He's got the speed to replace that deep threat that Darius Slayton will leave behind. But he can also help out as a kick returner and punt returner, which I think adds to his value on special teams. So, you know, he's going to be cheaper than than, uh, Darius Slayton by a significant margin because of the injury history and the lack of production. But if he can stay healthy... On a cheap contract, I don't see why this can't be a really good deal for the Giants. But, Anthony, who is the kind of free agent you'd go after? If it's not Paris Campbell, I know you have a couple guys in mind that could fit the bill for us. Yeah, so a guy who's kind of low-key, I do really like Paris Campbell. I brought him up yesterday. I think he's a perfect fit with the Giants. But there's another player that I've seen come up in kind of rumors and linked to the Giants this offseason. It's McCole Hardman, Kansas City Chiefs wide receiver, 5'10", 187 pounds. He's a burner. He's really fast. And he does a lot of things similarly to Paris Campbell. Gets the ball in space, run after the catch, has big playability because he's got a lot of deep speed. This past season, he only played in eight games. I think he was dealing with an injury for the majority of the year. He had 25 receptions for 297 yards and somehow got into the end zone four times. But this is a player who was selected to the Pro Bowl in 2019 because he's also a great return specialist. He was uh, second team All-Pro in 2019 as a rookie. He does a lot for a team in terms of not only being a rusher and receiver because he takes handoffs every now and then. He had 46 rushing yards in 2021, so he even provides a little bit in that regard. But he is a really, really good kick and punt returner. And if we know one thing about the Giants last season, we know that they had a serious issue in the return game because they tried to throw a Dory Jackson out there. He got injured. That derailed our season for a little bit. That was a horrible move. And now I think that the Giants need to go out there, not go with a guy like Richie James who's going to fumble twice in one game. They need to get a guy like McCole Hardman. If you take a look at his career stats, he was a really good punt and kick returner, particularly when he was a rookie. He had 27 kick returns for 704 total yards that season. He had 14 26 yards, 1,426 total yards as a return man, punting and kicking uh, as a rookie. And then 2020 and 2021, he posted at least 900 yards returning in both of those seasons and only 300 yards this past season. But again, he only played in eight games. So like I said, I really like McCole Hardman because he doesn't only add an element of receiving to your offense. Um, he's got a really high catch rate this past season of 73%. He doesn't drop a lot of passes. He does a lot after the catch as well. I really like his game, and I think that when you add in the element of being one of the best kick and punt returners in the NFL, this makes a lot of sense for the Giants. They need more depth at the receiver position. They need more fast guys in their receiving core, and they need a kick returner. They don't have one. They don't have someone who they can say can reliably return their kicks and their punts. So, McCole Hardman is my choice. I know you said Paris Campbell. Again, I like Paris Campbell, but when you're taking a look at it, Paris Campbell doesn't provide as much as McCole Hardman as a return specialist. And having a guy like McCole Hardman, I think you could sign him pretty cheap in free agency. I don't think he's going to cost all that much. He's coming off of a 2022 season where he was injured and didn't play a whole lot. So I think he goes into free agency, probably doesn't have the biggest market, but his connection to Mike Kafka, his playing style, and the way that it fits in Brian Dable's offense, it just makes sense to me. So, Alex. I guess I'm curious to hear your take on McCall Hardman and whether or not you would like to see him signed by the Giants. I mean, look, McCole Hardman's a great player. He is a playmaker. He comes from an offense that's high octane with the with the with the Chiefs, and you know, playing with Patrick Mahomes makes your life a little bit easier. But McCole Hardman's an athlete, right? Like, we need guys who separate. We need guys who are fast. We need guys you can put in motion that are going to draw attention away. And that's kind of what he does. He's a guy that draws a lot of attention. You know, you move him, you put him in motion. You can put him across the line of scrimmage, and he can do a lot of things. Where you can work on the outside, he can work on the inside. He can put him on, use him as a jet sweep kind of guy. Um, this is a player who has a proven history of production. I know he was a little bit hurt this past season, I believe, but you know, 
the, the like we said, the wide receiver free agency class is quite thin. My only qualm with a guy like McCole Hardman is he's going to get a lot more than he's actually worth because of how little supply there is on the wide receiver market. So if you're looking at McCole Hardman, he's going to get a bigger contract than I think the Giants would be willing to dish out. And they, they could probably replicate his statistics with a second or third round draft pick just because I feel as though he's an athlete, right? If you get a guy that's an athlete, like look at Tank Dell. That's a guy a lot of people are talking about right now. Um, he's someone that could end up going in the second round. Really great route runner. Got some speed to him. Good hand. Um, someone that you know, Carl Banks has routinely kind of mentioned on his Twitter account. He's spoken to me about that as well. Um, so I do like the idea of going with someone, an athlete that can move around the line of scrimmage in the draft instead of paying more than what McCole Hardman is worth on the free agent market. The reason I'm going with Paris Campbell is I think he's kind of a low-risk, high-reward type of guy, and I think he's going to be a lot cheaper because of his health history. But Hardman, coming from a Super Bowl-winning team, coming from a system that made him look a lot better than he probably actually is on a worse team – you know, you're going to have to overpay for that, and it's you're probably not going to get the same level of production. So while I do like McCall Hardman, I think that you're kind of hoping to get his, his Chiefs version, and you're probably not going to get that because of um, how great Patrick Mahomes and that offensive system is, if that makes sense. Yeah, that does make sense. But looking at free agency again, I have another player in mind. Now, this is going to be what we're going to call the big ticket signing, okay, because you have one as well. Yours is via trade, so I'll let you get into yours after I go into mine. But my big ticket signing and acquisition for the Giants at the receiver position is going to be Odell Beckham Jr. Now, I know a lot of fans won't like to hear that. A lot of fans will like to hear that. But I want to see the reunion happen. I would love to see OBJ come home to New York and play where he was always meant to play. I want to see it happen. I know that he's coming off of an injury. Who knows how good he's going to be. But at the very least, I think you get a solid WR2 for your offense. No, I don't think this is all pro OBJ like it was in the past. He's not a WR1 anymore. He's not going to be your primary receiving threat. But he can play on the outside. He can play from the slot. He's a damn good wide receiver, and I still think that he has the capabilities to be one, even though he's coming off of another injury. Now, again, we'll see how his workout goes. The NFL teams that are there, they will make a determination as to how much he's worth in free agency. He can be signed at any point. He doesn't even have to wait until free agency technically begins because he was a free agent throughout the 2022 season. So OBJ could pretty much be signed by the Giants whenever. And again, I hope that they sign him. I know that he has a lot of interest and desires to play alongside Saquon Barkley again. He's praised Daniel Jones pretty openly in the media before. I think that they, uh, Odell Beckham Jr. really wants to be in New York and wants to be signed by the Giants, and the Giants do seem to have a lot of interest. So I think this is not only um, kind of an exciting move for the Giants to make, it's also a pretty realistic move. I think this is one that might low-key be in the works for the New York Giants. So OBJ, I like him. Bring him back. I know a lot of fans won't want to hear that. They don't want to see the controversy and kind of the media storm that will occur once OBJ graces us with his presence again. But again, I think that he could still be a really solid and impactful player. I don't think he grabs the spotlight the same way that he used to. I don't think he causes the problems in the media the same way that he used to. Is he perfect? No, but I think that if you're looking for a solid WR2, Odell Beckham Jr. on what, a three-year deal worth around $12 million per year, if you can get him at that price, I do it personally. I think that's totally worth it for a WR2 that, first of all, is a good player, and second of all, it kind of brings a spark back to the fan base. I think there are a lot of fans that would be really excited by this move, and I know that Saquon Barkley would be super excited by this move, so I think that this could do a lot for the team. Uh, so, Alex, I guess I'll let you give your take on OBJ, but then I want to hear who your big-ticket acquisition is for the Giants this offseason. 
So OBJ obviously would love to have him back. Um, you know, there was some kind of weird news coming out about him with the whole plane incident, and I think that's kind of been pushed to the wayside. It looks like it was nothing that big of a deal. Nobody really cares. The teams don't care. Everyone's showing up to his workouts. And the Giants have been connected with him for a long time, you know, months. So, you know, they talked to his agents. They've been really, really, you know, keeping a close eye on his development and his rehabilitation. So the, the interest is obvious. The, the wide receiver market is thin. He's coming off an ACL tear. A team's going to get a good deal on him because, you know, he wants to come back. He wants to continue playing. And coming back to New York, I mean, the storyline alone would be pretty fun. But I'll tell you what, OBJ, who knows what he's going to be? You know, I don't know what he's going to offer. I'm, and for what it's worth, let's get this out of the way right now. If you think OBJ is coming back here and doing what he did back in 2014, 50, whatever it was, that is not what's going to happen. He is a wide receiver, too, at best right now. Coming off two ACL tears, he's older. This is not going to be the same OBJ, my friends. This is not going to be that electrifying receiver that we saw back in the day. But he might be able to re resurrect some of those uh, fun moments and those big catches and those flashy, exciting plays. And that's really what is what we're hoping for. He can do some big things for us, and he can be a nice complement to a wide receiver one. You know, whether that's a guy like DeAndre Hopkins, who is in my plan, or if it's a guy like uh, Jordan Addison or Quentin Johnston, like in Anthony's plan, these are certainly players that can make him better because if there's less attention on OBJ, theoretically, he should be able to produce quite nicely. And he's a separator, man. He's fast. Um, well, hopefully he's fast after the ACL injuries, but he traditionally has been very fast. He's quick. He's agile. Um, he's a player that hopefully can offer this team something. So if they ended up with OBJ, I'm happy about it. I'm fine with it. I think he's a good player. He's better than anything we, we currently have on the roster, and that's coming off of injury. So, you know, would I be upset about it? Not a chance. You know, we're getting wide receiver talent. We're getting a guy that made watching the Giants fun for, like, the first five, three, four years of his career because of just how bad our team was. But, you know, that's kind of my take on OBJ. Yeah, and I think that's a solid take, and um, I'm curious to hear who your big ticket player is. I know who it is, but I would like you to introduce that one, but I will say on the OBJ front, the meeting is today. We'll have a much better idea of what his market value is going to be after the the, uh, the workout. He's going to have that at 2.30 local time in Arizona, so that's going to be 5.30 Eastern Standard Time, so we'll see tonight and maybe tomorrow. Who knows? Maybe the Giants go to that meeting. They meet with him at his uh, workout, and they say, we're just going to sign you right now. Again, he can be signed to be before free agency begins because he was a free agent throughout the 2022 season. So it'll be interesting to see what happens. But Alex, I want to hear your uh, your big ticket acquisition for this offseason. So my big ticket acquisition for this offseason would be whoever the hell we draft a wide receiver at 25. And I think the Giants need to go with a receiver at 25. Um, that's obviously like the big like future you know solution. But if we're looking at like a big ticket that's not through the draft, I'm looking at DeAndre Hopkins as my guy. That's someone I've wanted on the Giants for quite a long time. He said he's very open to being flexible with his contract too, which I think is a really good thing. He said the last two years of his deal, I'm open to negotiating that. Like I'm not stuck set in stone with that contract. I'm open to kind of dealing around that. It really depends. What do the Cardinals want for DeAndre Hopkins? Is it a mid round pick or is it a first round pick? You know any. Anything that's more than a first or second, like, I'm, I'm okay with. I don't want to be giving up first and second round picks for anybody. Like, really, that's kind of my take. I mean, I guess Hopkins, you can make the argument that, like, you, you get a wide receiver one and you give up a second round pick. Like, that's a good deal. But you also have to pay DeAndre Hopkins, so the money has to make sense. If all it kind of made sense and it all came together, I think it would make, it would be a great deal for the Giants and Hopkins would be tremendous. Yeah, no, I'm in complete agreement with you. I think that DeAndre Hopkins, even though he is 
30 years old. He's in the twilight stages of his career. If you look at the contract and the fact that he's willing to be flexible with it, you can get him for the next two years. And by then he'll be 32. Then you can think about maybe moving on or extending him if he's still playing at a high level. But he is still playing at a really high level. DeAndre Hopkins had over 700 receiving yards this year. He missed some time. He was suspended for a while. That's why his no trade clause was voided and why this is even a topic of conversation. The Giants can make a move for him because he doesn't have a no trade clause in his contract anymore. But this past season, he was playing in Arizona who had a rotation of backup quarterbacks who stunk week in and week out but he still managed to put up 700 yards a few touchdowns DeAndre Hopkins is still one of the best wide receivers in the NFL so if this were the, to be the big ticket acquisition for the Giants I would be thrilled man I know listen the price has to be right I don't want to give up necessarily I definitely wouldn't give up a first round pick for Hopkins at this point he's a 30 year old receiver but if we're talking about a second or maybe a third round pick or maybe something in 2024 in terms of draft capital, I would totally consider it. I think that Hopkins is still a really solid player and he gives Daniel Jones the WR1 that he's desperately needed. I mean, this is a former all-pro player. There was a time where DeAndre Hopkins was not even close to the best wide receiver in the NFL and he's still really good. He's still got that in him. Yes, he's older now and he's not a long-term solution for the Giants at receiver, but that's kind of where the second part of this, our next big ticket acquisition, I think the Giants need to make two this offseason. Off season. This is where that kind of makes sense because you get a guy like Hopkins, he might be 30 years old, and he's not necessarily going to be that long-term solution. But then you turn into the draft and you have Hopkins as your WR1, and then in the first round, you get yourself a wide receiver. Well, now you've built a really nice receiving core and you have two guys there, one who's a short-term solution that's really dominant, and then you have a long-term solution that hopefully could take over for Hopkins after he departs. But that's kind of going to segue us into the 2023 NFL draft and what the Giants should do there because they do need to address the receiver position, not only in free agency, but also build through the draft, as Joe Shane loves to say. And in my opinion, I would like to see the Giants trade up and go and get the best wide receiver in the class. Now, Alex, I know that you just mentioned you would like to see the Giants stay at 25, just draft the best receiver available. For me personally, I think they should be aggressive, move up and go get the best receiver in the draft class. And to me, that is Quinton Johnston. I think he's going to be the, the first receiver off the board. He was dominant at the 2023 NFL scouting combine. His tape is phenomenal. He's a big play threat. He can make plays after the catch. He can go up and get it, high point it, and he's got so much speed to go deep. He's a vertical receiving weapon. And I think that Quentin Johnston would do wonders in a Brian Dable-led offense and give Daniel Jones that big play machine that he really needs. So I think that the Giants should trade up. There is precedent for this. Last offseason, the uh, Detroit Lions made a trade. They gave up the 32nd, 34th, and 66th pick to the Vikings for the 12th and the 46th pick. So that sounds like a lot, but if you really look at it, they moved up 20 picks. The Giants wouldn't have to move up that far for Quentin Johnston, and they really just did a swap of second-round picks in there and then gave up a third. So essentially... They gave up a third round pick and then moved down in the second round. That's it. That's really not a whole lot. And if I'm the Giants and I'm looking at that trade and using that as my framework to move up and get Quinton Johnston, I'm going to make sure that that works. I'm going to make that trade because Quinton Johnston will be a dynamic, big play threat, exactly what Daniel Jones needs. So then you're taking a look at my plan here, and this is what my receiving core now looks like. WR1 is going to be Quinton Johnston. There's your big body outside, fast guy who can make plays after the catch. WR2, Odell Beckham Jr. WR3, you can have Nicole Hardman rotate in there with Isaiah Hodgins, and maybe you extend Shep on a low-key deal. And I think that there are some other guys, Wandale Robinson as well, out of the slot. So that to me sounds like a really good receiving core, Alex. So I'm curious to hear your take on my plan for the offseason at receiver. And also, how would you wrap up yours in the 2023 draft? I mean, look, Quentin Johnston has the most potential out of any wide receiver in this draft class. It's objectively true. 
tangibly, the guy's a monster. He's got the height, he's got the size, he's got the physicality, he's got decent enough hands, hopefully can improve in that category. I know he's had some drop issues, kind of a body catcher. We need him to kind of develop as a hand catcher, but you watch his stature, man, the guy is a physical freak. Like, if you made a receiver in a lab, it would be Quentin Johnston. Um, the question is, can he translate to the NFL? Can he become that type of guy that's like a mash between, like, DeAndre Hopkins and, um, you know, DK Metcalf? Like, he's got that type of speed and athleticism. So the question is, like, if the Giants do draft him, how long is it going to take him to reach his potential? And I don't, I'm don't, i not really worried about that. I think I trust our coaches. I love Brian Dable. Love what we've got going on there. So I think that you go, you go and get a guy like that, he's going to be a star for us. He's going to be a heavy contributor. Um, but again, like there's a lot of receivers. Zay Flowers, you know, got JSN. You have Jordan Addison. There's a lot of really great guys. J- Jalen Hyatt. Um, so much great talent at the wide receiver position. Um, personally, I'm just going with the top guy on the Giants board at 25 at the wide receiver spot. You know, I don't care who it is. Any of those guys are going to be a massive upgrade for what we are, what we want. Even if it's Zay Flowers, look, I know he's more of a slot guy, but he's a playmaker, man. The guy is electric. He produces. Jordan Addison, electric, produces, can move around the formation. Jalen Hyatt, fast, speedy. Um, you know, obviously one of the best receivers in this draft class has been getting a lot of attention recently as a first-round pick. So whoever the Giants have at the top of their board at 25, that's what I'm going with because I trust them and I trust uh, what they actually want to do here. So to round out my plan, I would sign Paris Campbell. I would trade for DeAndre Hopkins if the money in, in the draft capital made sense. Of course, I don't know what that would look like. It really depends on what they're asking for and what the Giants are willing to give up. But if it made sense, I would trade for DeAndre Hopkins, and I would go with the top wide receiver on the board at 25. And I may even consider bringing back Sterling Shepard on a minimum deal if it was possible. So to round it out, Paris Campbell, DeAndre Hopkins if it made sense, um, and then the top wide receiver on the Giants board at 25. Plus, maybe we get Sterling Shepard back on a minimum deal coming off the ACL injury. So I think that... That pretty much upgrades our, our wide receiver core quite significantly. You know, you got yourself a, a speedy guy in Campbell who can return kicks and punts and do some good stuff for you there. Uh, you got DeAndre Hopkins, who's a bona fide wide receiver one, and I think he still has it. I know he's only he's 30 years old. People are freaking out about that. But there's a lot of great receivers that are about that age that are still doing tremendous jobs in the NFL, notably Devontae Adams and notably guys like Cooper Cup. I think he's 29. Um, and then you look at the top receiver on the board. Can't get much better than that. You know, you take the guy that the Giants love the most there, and then you walk away with a young receiver who could be a wide receiver one immediately paired with DeAndre Hopkins, a speedy guy like Paris Campbell. You got Wandale coming back from injury and you got Isaiah Hodgins who could be your wide receiver three. And I think that's exactly where he he's meant to be. Um, so I, I'm, I'm totally cool with that. What do you think? I think that that sounds like a really good plan. Paris Campbell, Hopkins and the top receiver at 25. It's really nice. My plan though, I like a little bit better. I think that OBJ is probably cheaper player. You don't have to give up any draft capital to acquire him like you would for DeAndre Hopkins. I'd rather take that draft capital and invest it in getting the top wide receiver on the board by trading up for Quentin Johnston. So in my plan, OBJ, Nicole Hardman, Quentin Johnson, that's a nice trio. And then of course, you still have Wondell Robinson, Isaiah Hodgins, and that really rounds out my five receivers for the Giants going into the season. Either way though, your plan, my plan, massive upgrades. I think either one of these plans can be looked at as being ideal for for the New York Giants. There's an upgrade at every single level of the offense in these plans. So I like it and I can't wait to see exactly what the Giants do in fact do this offseason, who they sign, what trades they make, who they draft. It's going to be great and I can't wait to cover it all right here on Fireside Giants. So make sure to subscribe to the channel if you are not subscribed already and ring the bell so you don't miss any of our uploads. Leave a like if you did enjoy this episode and we want to hear your thoughts on this topic down below. What is your ideal plan to rebuild the New York Giants receiving core? Let us know down below in the comment section. But again, make sure to leave a like if you enjoyed. We'll catch you on the next one. Have a good one and let's go Giants. Thank you.